Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR author and expert podcast series. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's Big City number one national radio campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. And today's guest is Melissa Salt, a woman's self-defense guru, a Black Belt Hall of Fame recipient, former trauma psychotherapist, and creator of Fierce and Female Self-Defense. Her approach is both practical and transformative, helping women become safer, stronger, and self-possessed. With her background in hard and soft skills, Melissa provides life-saving knowledge and strategies while helping women recover deep-seated powers to confidently, courageously lead their lives, navigate the world, and embody a bolder, fuller version of themselves. Wow, Melissa, welcome. (laughs) Thank you. That's a mouthful, I know. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, well well-deserved. It seems like it's awesome Mm -hmm. and well-deserved, and you're doing great work out there in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, give us some background, how and why you got into this female ferocity business. Good question. So, um, yeah, I I underwent a series of what I call initiations into terror. So, in other words, I got into this for many of the same reasons a lot of women do, because something horrible happened to them. So, uh, uh, briefly, if I I may say, and not to sound cliche, but yes, it all started when I was a child. (laughs) When I was like seven or eight, uh, to make a long story short, I walked into the woods one day with my best friend and two boys flanked us and approached us and one of them pulled out a knife and the other one pulled out a box lighter and said to me I'm going to set you on fire so yeah it was terrifying Um, he pulled me apart he tried to light my long uh, blonde hair on fire and I felt sizzle and burn and I ended up being able to blow out this kind of flame and get away to a clearing and watch my best friend get roughed up and it was horrible um, so later that night, I mean, this is the beginning of a series of, of initiations. I sat in a hot tub and I realized it's like I'd crossed a threshold. And I remember in my head, even at seven or eight, thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be a part of the female landscape. Welcome to fear. And I really thought long and hard about that. And it kind of, you know, just went away somewhere in my heart and mind. Then fast forward 10 or so years, I'm a teenager. And like many teenagers, I have my maiden voyage into the world. I was a traveler, I was adventurous, I went out to other countries, and to make a long story short, I was assaulted numerous times. Attempted rapes, pins, grabs, thrown down to the street, just, you know, unfortunately, whether a a woman goes half inch over on the map or clear across the globe, as I had, it's not uncommon. The predators are out there on the prowl, and so I had these horrible, unfortunate experiences two things that were really positive, Stacey, that came of that is, A, I learned I was a fighter. I fought back. I didn't have the skills or the technical training, but I did it. I fought back and got away. And also, I uh, suffered indignities of, you know, mauling and molesting. And it's just a horrifying what women go through, the violating of, you know, hands on your bodies, taking pieces of you and that sort of thing. So that happened. That was an initiator, and it got me into martial arts. Last one, if I may say, I'm dating myself here. It was the mid-80s, and it's beautiful, sunshiny, Boulder, Colorado. And 
It's the horror story. I wake up in the middle of the night to the sound of creaking floorboards from the footsteps of a man I don't know coming towards my bed. Kind of see him shadowy in the hallway, knife in hand. I've been training in martial arts. And what happened in that incident was that I ended up using my voice, which is one of our first lines of defense, screaming, yelling, and he opted to leave. We later discovered he'd been in the apartment before. He knew the patterns of our lives. My fiance worked overnights at a mental health center, and it was terrifying. I was training also to become a psychotherapist, so I understood all this, you know, the psychological pieces of this. Nonetheless, I was a wreck. And on the heels of that experience, I discovered, just coincidentally, our radio show, uh, listening to a story about a kind of new kind of women's self-defense where guys wore all this padding and this gear and it was full force and there were recreations of scenarios and that was all I needed to hear. I said, that's it, sign me up. So that was the beginning of what would become my professional career. I did that. The rest is a love story. I became very involved in pioneering further this kind of what's now called scenario-based adrenaline state training methods. I opened a big school in Boston, which I had for many years with trainings for women in self-defense, personal safety, uh, workplaces, companies, uh, colleges, the Ivy League schools, the whole bit. And I'm very proud of that history. Uh, I sold that school and became more of a solo entrepreneur with working with some partners. And I taught, I've taught in Europe. I uh, did some of my greatest uh, things that I think are just greatest in my work with girls in the slums in India and in Nepal. And uh, excuse me, I've done all that. And now, evolution, um, I'm doing a lot of work, work remotely and I'm loving it because I get to give my best self to individuals and to groups and workplaces in terms of um, learning um, uh, schooling and self-defense, and that includes um, practical physical skills, but also the internal and emotional and psychological skills that we need to be prepared and to stay safe, not just, you know, knees and strikes and all that. That's an important piece, but I'm also really about the internal and the emotional and psychological pieces as well. So, yeah, so my... um, services that I'm doing these days really are, um, as I said, uh, women like yourself, like many people listening who maybe had something happen or they hear about something and they want to gain skills and how do you get out of strangulation? What about rape defense? How do I set better boundaries? Gee, I seem to be attracting the wrong men. What's going on here? Um, my daughter is going out into the world for her first time and I'm concerned. All these kinds of issues, so I'm dealing with, I'm addressing and working with um, individuals, moms and daughters, workplaces and private groups, um, even faith-based groups who, for example, need a female to come in and help them with some sensitive issues. Um, I mentor instructors who need to deepen their skills and their knowledge and their information about working with women and what those issues include and understanding coercion tactics and uh, that a lot of women are assaulted by people familiar. So I'm I'm really helping instructors also deepen their skills. And so that's just, that's a chunk of what I'm doing these days. And I'm, I'm loving it. 
I really love this work. Well, Melissa, I mean, it sounds like you are uniquely qualified to help women across the world, no matter where they are, really become emboldened and find that power within themselves. What would you say your secret sauce is about Ah, your self-defense approach? I'm going to keep this really simple because I've been talking quite a bit. I'm going to boil it down to two things, given everything else I said. So here are the two secret sauce ingredients, ferocity and weaponizing fear. What I mean by that, I'm known, fierce and female, for if everything else fails, you can't just break away, you aren't able to talk your way out, et cetera, et cetera. If a woman has to physically defend herself, it's imperative that she be fierce and pull up for animal, female animal ferocity. And that means yelling and driving through a target. You don't just give a kick, you know? You, may I raise my voice for a moment here? Oh, I'm uh, cueing listeners. I'm going to raise my voice for a second. So it's, no! Slam! Bam! Hit! Strike! if you have to go physical. So I'm known for my ferocity, my secret sauce, and weaponizing fear. By that I mean, it's just, I help women renegotiate their relationship with fear. This is the internal piece. And weaponizing fear means tapping into the incredible, terrifying energy of fear, which is charged and electric, and using it as energy, as power, to self-defend, whether that means running, whether that means yelling, whether that means striking. So because an aggressor, an assailant, a predator will try and shut you down, will try to create what I call power outage. Shut your power down. Instead, I'm training women to reverse that. And that is what I mean by ferocity and weaponizing fear on the level of emergency self-defense. Again, all the other levels already being in place. Oh, Melissa, you just mentioned some practical tips to help women <laughs> use their voice and self-defense. Yes, very mm-hmm. good. I mean, you really gave mm-hmm. us that visual there, and that's going to be helpful it, for it everybody It's on a listening. dial, Stacey. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, you tone it down, you dial it up, you dial the intensity mm-hmm. down, you dial it up. Depending on your situation, um, that's how you use your voice. You want to be congruent with your body language, be able to settle have a firm, good stance, have clear language. So all these pieces, your tone of voice, at this level, if that's enough, great. I'm serious. I don't need help. I'm fine. Thank you. We need to end now. Or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? So so the, the point is that women need to know that they can respond in different ways to different situations. And that's what I want to give women is options and choices. Right. Right. And, and Melissa, do you have any kind of parting words for our audience today? <laughs> um, yeah, I have many actually, but parting words, um, you own your body. That's what I want to tell women is that it's not a democracy. You own your body. You get to decide the kind of contact, the quality of contact, the amount of contact, and all that stuff, which is why boundaries are so important. And it's your body. So you need to own it, love it, and learn to protect and defend it. 
Melissa, thank you so much for sharing. You've given us some incredible insights, practical tips. We can implement what you've been talking about today into our lives right away. Uh, just, just thank you so much. And, and listeners out there, Melissa offers these practical and inspirational, lots of material on her website, which is dr-ruthless.com. dr-ruthless.com. And on Facebook, you can join her Fierce and Female Training and Consultancy page. We've got all the links in the podcast page, so you can click right on those. And if you're interested in online sessions or seminars, you can reach out to Melissa via her website on the contact form, or you can email her directly at melissasalt at gmail.com. Now, we'll spell that because it's spelled differently. Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, salt, S-O-A-L-T. Again, that's S O. A-L-T. So Melissa, S-O-A-L-T at gmail.com. Melissa, thank you again. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening to this podcast brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Till next time.